Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal or get a low maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Well, could it be? Could it be that Brendan McCullum uh, is going to coach the England cricket team in Test cricket? We were thinking that perhaps he could be a white ball contender because he's great mates with Owen Morgan, uh, and it just seemed a natural partnership if that was to be the case. But now we're hearing he could well be the English Test cricket coach, and that mission starts very shortly against us, yes, against the Black Caps. So Brendan McCullum coaching England to beat New Zealand. Is that a real possibility? It seems so. Now, one man with his finger on the pulse of everything that happens, in particular of uh, English cricket, has been for a long time one of the most experienced journalists I've got over there at the moment is, is uh, Daily Mirror's cricket correspondent, Dean Wilson. Uh, Dean, thanks very much for your time this morning. Yeah, hi, Smithy. Good to speak to you, mate. Yeah, nice to catch up with you, mate. Now, this is uh, of interest uh, to us greatly, of course, one of our favourite sons, and all of a sudden he might uh, just be jumping the fence to have a, a go against us. What is the, the latest development? Is, is this a, a, a done deal? Yeah, look, I, I think it is. I, I think we're expecting confirmation of uh, his appointment uh, as soon as tomorrow uh, here in the UK, so later on today, your time. Um, and we think that he's going to get uh, announced and, uh, and we're going to have two New Zealand-born uh, guys in charge of the England Test team to take on uh, New Zealand in uh, in June on uh, June the second. So, uh, just dotting the i's, crossing the t's on the contracts. There's been reports coming out of uh, India that he's handed in his notice with uh, KKR at the IPL. Um, Rob Key, the managing director here, did suggest that the IPL wouldn't be a barrier to anyone coaching England, but it, it looks like uh, Brendan's going to. Uh, give himself a, a clear run uh, during this job with England, and he, he's going to have a pretty, pretty uh, big inbox to face. You know, England are not in the greatest of form in the Test team, and uh, he's, he's got a bit of a job to do. Okay, Dean. Well, uh, when did you first learn that he was a candidate? We heard uh, rumours that he might be a white ball candidate. That was probably a week ago. Uh, but when did you first hear that he may well get the big job of being the, the Test coach? And were you surprised at that news? Well, yeah, as you say, he was uh, a candidate for the uh, white ball job, you know, a a very obvious candidate, you know, tremendous pedigree in white ball cricket, in uh, T20 cricket, and, of course, leading the Black Caps to the final in 2015 of the 50-over competition. And uh, very good friends with Owen Morgan, um, you know, on and off the field. They've worked together um, most recently at KKR. Uh, but have known each other a very long time and and, and it did seem like that was a natural fit but actually um, when when you look at it and when you think about it there was something that Rob Key said to us 
um, probably uh, about two weeks ago now, where he said that he'd be taking advice uh, from Owen Morgan, uh, not just only on white ball cricket, which he's uh, extremely experienced in, but also red ball cricket, because uh, he's just got a, a terrific cricket brain full stop. And so when you start thinking about it like that, uh, Owen, you know, as I said, with his relationship with Brendan, would be able to to give a real insight into uh, his qualities, not only with white ball, but red ball. And then you, when you look at what's happened to New Zealand cricket over the last kind of six years or so since Brendan um, retired, you know, he really did lay down the foundations for the success that New Zealand have gone on to have in test cricket. And so it was only in the last, uh, well, the last few days that uh, I got wind of, of a shift in in uh, um, direction, you know, they were having interviews. They had to wait for people, for everyone who wanted to apply to apply. The deadline was on Friday, and then they were doing interviews um, uh, over the last sort of three or three or so days. Um, and that's where you know the the, the switch kind of uh, first came across my my uh, I suppose my nose, I guess, <laughs> if put it that way. Um, and and now it seems like it's it's been done. So these things move pretty quickly um but you know i think it's a, a terrific fit it makes a lot of sense uh and i think it's going to be an exciting time for english cricket okay so uh ben stokes uh we've seen a, a few comments over here he's been instrumental um and in talking about anyway who he'd like to have around the likes of anderson and and broad and and uh where he'd like to see joe root bat that's uh, come as far as new zealand those those thoughts, but uh, what about his role in the selection of, of Brendan McCallum or Baz, as we call him over here, Baz, as you'll call him over there, I would imagine. Um, what about his role in picking Baz? And uh, also, uh, how do you think they'll, they'll work together? I mean, they're, they're quite like forces, aren't they, in, in terms of the way they like to play the game? Yeah, look, I think it's very interesting, um, Ben's uh, influence here, because I, I, I know for sure that uh, Rob Key was not going to be foisting a coach on Ben that uh, that Ben wasn't comfortable with, um, wh- whether it's in terms of outlook on the game, you know, uh, in terms of character perhaps uh, and personalities. You know, the coach and the captain really do have to, to be a, the best relationship in that dressing room. They've, you know, they've got to work together sort of cheek by jowl to make sure that the team is moving, um, you know, forward in harmony. And so Ben absolutely was consulted and, and asked about um, coaches that, that he'd be prepared to work with. And, and, and you know, obviously he doesn't have a, a uh, incredible relationship with everybody who's going to apply for a role. But uh, I think in the case of Baz, absolutely, he, he knows him. Um, they've obviously, they obviously competed against each other um, several times, both internationally uh, and then, um, uh, you know, the IPL as well. Um, and so uh, there has been, uh, you know, a relationship built up over time. That they've got a, a reasonable idea of, of each other, um, as I said, sorry, as, as we talked about with Owen as well off the field. You know, Ben and Owen get on, you know, hugely well as well. So there is that connection but it also, you know, is about the cricket, really. You know, that's the, the fundamental point here. It's not just about having a good time and, and being great mates. It's about trying to produce the best environment and produce the best players and the best tactics and the best strategy uh, in order to build England up from where they are at the moment. And I think on that point of view, yeah, 
they'll be very much aligned, um, very positive in the way that they, uh, their outlook on the game. But also I think people will, will find that uh, both Ben and Baz uh, are probably not just what they seem on the outside, that there's a, a bit of depth to them, that, that I think they both really appreciate the, the kind of traditions and the, um, you know, the difficulties, if you will, that, that come from playing test cricket, you know, how hard that game can be and, and, and the way to play test cricket. And so I think they'll be very much together on that. And, and then also uh, very much together on what it takes in terms of character, hard work, um, you know, uh, the, the sort of um, skills, that, not just technical skills that players have, but the kind of the heart and the, the pride and the passion that goes into being an international sportsman. I think that that is also something that they'll be singing from the same hymn sheet. So I, I think that the players playing under them will get a very consistent message. I think it will, be, it will give them real motivation. Um, and as I say, I, I think between them, it could be a pretty exciting time for us. Dean, I just wonder whether they will have the support of English cricket fans from the get-go or will they have to win it, the Stokes-McCullum combination? Well, judging by some of the, the comments and the reactions to, to the news when I, when I put it out uh, on social media and across, um, across the Mirror's uh, digital sites and things, very positive responses. I think Brendan McCullum, um, you know... If you're going to have a second team, um, as, as we all do, you know, there's a lot of respect and a lot of appreciation for New Zealand and certainly for what uh, Baz has done over the years. You know, obviously a terrific entertainer when he played the game, but also, you know, just kind of carried himself with, uh, with, with great distinction, um, certainly whenever he played against England. So I think it's, um, I think they're going to have a lot of support to begin with. People are really behind them already. I mean, Ben Stokes, um, considering some of the ups and downs that he's been through over the course of his career, you know, he's no angel, of course not, but you know, he really is a, a, a superstar of the game and he's, he's come through a lot and matured and showed just what a, a terrific uh, man he's become and, and, and what a terrific player he's become. So there's a lot of support for, for Stokes. I think there's a lot of support for, for Baz, so right now um, I think yeah everyone's behind them. But you know it doesn't take much in sport for that for those views to change. Mm. And uh, you know it, it, it's only a few weeks away when New Zealand arrive. And you know New Zealand is still you know the best t- test team in the world. Is they've got the World Test Championship that they won here last summer. Um, not going to be easy to get past them. So we'll certainly get a, a view on on how things pan out if. Uh, if New Zealand get off to a good start and England are still struggling. Dean, the other thing, of course, of interest is uh, there's been a clean-out in English cricket, uh, which will incorporate some players, I would imagine, as well. How close do you think Ben Stokes, Rob Key, uh, maybe getting a little bit of outside uh, help now from uh, Brendan McCullum with some early observations? How close to formulating a test, uh, a test team are they? Well, it's interesting because um, there's been a lot of churn over with, with, with players through a variety of reasons, through uh, injuries, a lot of injuries to bowlers, but also decisions. You know, they left James Anderson and Stuart Broad at home for their last tour to the West Indies. And so we saw a few, a few new faces. Uh, Saki Mahmood was one. Uh, Matthew Fisher was another, but Matthew Fisher is now injured. So, um, you know, there, there, there's going to be uh, a, few more, uh, a few more changes. It looks like Stuart Broad 
and Jimmy Anderson are going to come back into the test team uh, for the start of the summer. Uh, and then we've had a couple of shifts in, in the batting order. So Ben Stokes has said he's going to move back to six and be the sort of genuine all-rounder there. So, um, And he's also said that Joe Root's going to move uh, back from three to four. So that the spots in the, in the batting order uh, at three and five. Now you'd expect Johnny Bairstow to be secure uh, in that role at number five because he scored 200 this winter, the only man to score 100 for England in the Ashes. Um, but his name really hasn't been talked about a, a huge amount recently. Um, and, I, and he's spent the last kind of uh, month or so playing in the IPL. So uh, there's going to be a little bit of, of, of a change uh, with the batting uh, lineup, I think. Guys like Ollie Pope, Zach Crawley, Dan Lawrence haven't managed to really secure their, space, their, their spots just yet. So there is definitely room for, for things to, to turn around. Listening to Rob Key... He's also talked about some players on the fringes of, uh, of the side, guys like Joe Clark, uh, Harry Brooks, uh, maybe Josh Bohannon at uh, Lancashire, some, some, some new faces and new players that people may not have, have heard too much about just yet. So this, this is a new era. This is a, a kind of fresh start, even though I've said that, that Anderson and Broad are on their way back. This is still, you know, the Stokes era is going to start with a clean slate. Um, and I would say that, of, of, the tw- of the 11 that get picked for that first test against New Zealand, uh, there are no guarantees that it's going to be that familiar all the way through this summer. I, I think there's lots of opportunities for guys to play for. Uh, and I think that, you know, by the time Baz and, and Ben get their feet under the table, um, we should get an idea of what direction they're going in uh, as we face South Africa, uh, play India in the one-off test, face South Africa at the end of the summer, and the team could look uh, significantly different uh, from the start of the summer to the end of the summer. Dean, the, the other thing, of course, uh, about one, one way to build confidence is, um, and get a platform is to score runs at the top of the order. England have not been able to do that on a regular basis, particularly throughout the Ashes. That was their biggest issue. Just couldn't get any foundation to work from. So um, there has been, I mean, it might just be pipe dream speculation, the return of uh, Sir Alistair Cook. Is that a, a possibility or is that just uh, just hot air, really? Well, you know, ne- never say never, um, because I'll tell you now that the best opening batsman in England right now is Sir Alistair Cook. There's absolutely no doubt in my mind about that. Um, even over, over the last sort of three years that he's been playing for Essex, he's still been churning out the runs um, as, as he has done all his career. He will tell you that that's part of that reason is because he's not doing it at international level. He's not had to worry and have the stresses and strains that have come uh, with trying to compete at that level um, as he did so successfully. Um, there will be clamour for Sir Alistair, no question about it. He just scored 200 in the, uh, the same first-class match for the first time. But I also know Cookie quite well, and he, he, he's got no intention of coming back. Uh, he's been doing some media work over the last couple of summers as well. And I have lunch with him and, and, and have the odd chat with him. And I keep, you know, prodding him and kind of poking him and say, come on, you know, you could still do it. And he's absolutely adamant. There is no chance whatsoever that he'll be back in an England shirt. So uh, sorry to disappoint, but uh, I don't see it happening, I'm afraid. Uh, just on one completely different subject, you're also a, a rugby man as well. You love uh, the 15-man game over there. 
uh, this mooted um, new championship, North versus South, basically, uh, in terms of the hemispheres. Is that a goer for you, Dean? Well, yeah, you're, you're right, Smithy. I, I, I used to do cover rugby uh, quite a lot. And, and in fact, I remember being on the Lions tour down in New Zealand in 2005, which um, wasn't such a great tour for the Lions, but I, I had a great time anyway. Um, look, yeah, the, 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 that tournament for me, um, you know, it's all about money. I mean, that, that's the thing about sport at the moment, which kind of uh, I'm finding it quite difficult to, to get to terms with. Yes, they're going to try and put this biannual tournament in, but, you know, part of the, the joy of sport or part of the what makes it so special is kind of the rarity value. And, and if you're playing the same teams over and over and over and over again, it, it does kind of lose a little bit of its, of its magic, a little bit of, of what makes it so, so special. And maybe I'm a bit of a, a stuck in the mud for that. And they'll tell me that, you know, I've got no kind of corporate sense, no commercial now. And, you know, the, the, the demand is there. The fans want to see it. So, you know, give them what they want. But I don't know. Sometimes I think fans don't necessarily know what they want just because it's there, just because you can do something. I'm not sure that you should. Uh, and, and we can see it with cricket. You know, cricket, there is so much cricket on at the moment, uh, you know, with a, with a domestic uh, franchise tournaments as well as so much international cricket. Um, and and the, the market just feels kind of saturated in, in many ways. But yet there's more and more kind of popping up and it feels maybe rugby's going down that road as well. And look, you know, if it's a success and, and it works and, you know, all, all power to it, but not for me. And, and, and let's not forget in all this, you know, it's the, the only commodity that, that we're really tr- talking about are the players here. And, you know, you can see it with, with cricket. Look at Virat Kohli. The guy has played non-stop cricket. He cannot, you know buy a run at the moment because he's just burnt out and and I, and I talked to the England players who've been in bubbles and, and are just knackered from having to, to, to try and raise themselves to the top level over and over and over again and we're talking about rugby where the physicality the, 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 the amount of, of effort that goes in to a, a, an 80 minute game of rugby I mean to just keep asking them to go to the well again and again and again I don't know you know I, I, I'm, I'm kind of worried about it to be honest with you but as I said the money if the money's there money talks they'll do it Dean Wilson been an absolute pleasure uh, catching up with you again on a personal uh, note Dean but also uh, for informing our listeners just uh, the insight on uh, on Baz and his immediate future it looks like uh, he's with you not us but it's been a pleasure talking to you mate and I hope to catch up with you at some stage shortly yeah absolutely always a pleasure Smithy take care mate yeah, cheers. Take care, Dean. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.